Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Jaeger Live. Today we're going to be talking about how I deal with ups and downs. Um, some things that I'm learning through the process and um, hopefully some tips and tricks that might help you. So let's get into it. So today I think is something that's super relatable to people just because um, everybody has their ups and downs and it's not something that is easily talked about because I think when people are depressed and down um, it's really it takes them to sometimes a really dark place and that's hard to talk about with other people. Now when I talk about ups and downs it can be in all walks it's not necessarily it's not necessarily specific to one topic because it, it happens in all aspects of life relationships um, you know business personal developments that you just you get into this kind of roller coaster of emotions I think and it always seems like the downward is really hard to bounce back from and um, especially I've in my own experience that's what that's how I see it because I mean like when things are going great it's really I mean what's to complain about you're happy you feel uh, energetic you feel more productive things are just going well and everything is in everything just kind of seems to fall into place and the you know there's nothing really too glitchy that's going to alter all these good things that are happening. When things start to spiral out and they get, they meet that adversity, it's a lot easier for you to uh, recluse and confine yourself to a certain mood or a certain um, habit. And I think that's where I fall under a lot. A lot of people have their um, their habits that they are their habits that they have when they deal with problems and they see something happening and immediately it's like think about think about it like this let's say you have a particular way they uh, you view relationships let's say you've been in a relationship for 10 years something happens um, maybe for my my w women listeners out there, this guy, you're with this guy 10 years, he cheats on you. And the first thing that happens, let's say your friend, your best friend comes over and she's talking about boy problems or her guy problems. And the first thing your mind goes to is, Oh, I bet that dude's sleeping around, huh? That little cheating bastard. And it's natural because that's our experience. And we draw our reactions from our experience. So even though it may not even be the case, that's how our perceptions are formed through our experiences and what we've learned from the past. So what's really important when dealing with your ups and downs is not only understanding what is going on when you're in your high moments, like how are you feeling? What do you, I mean, do you feel good because you're taking care of things or do you feel good because you're really connecting with people um, 
that you normally really don't or you know what are the key indicators that you're in a great mood and you're on one of the hills and I think more important to that is while understanding where you are on your highs and what contributes to that I think it's super important to understand uh, what starts to happen in your body, what starts to happen in your attitude, perceptions, uh, when you start making that descent. When you're down, it's really, I think there's two things, two schools of thought. There's basically two schools of thought. I'm wearing my Dunder Mifflin shirt, so it just pops up. <laughs> so there's basically two schools of thought, I think. It's that one, it's easier for you to catch the descent like if you understand the patterns that you um, start inhibiting when you are on your downward slope, then you can like nip it in the bud. You you start thinking, okay, I'm getting those like I'm getting those asshole thoughts again. Like I'm cranky all the time. I'm starting to notice I'm getting cranky a little bit for no reason. Like what's going on? Okay, it's time for me to jolt my my perspective a little bit. You know, I notice a lot for me, um, particularly, it's it's kind of weird too, because I notice it when I'm driving. I notice that all of a sudden, like, everybody's pissing me off. Like, in my world, in my perception, nobody knows how to drive all of a sudden. And it really, you know, it sets me off. And so it's like, when I start understanding that a little bit, like, when I when I get to that point, I'm just like, okay, like what, what's going on? Why am I thinking this way? And I try and, I try and flip it as quick as I can. I try to be, I start trying to be optimistic about things. Like even the most ridiculous things I'll, I'll, you know, I'll start being grateful for things and start being like, Oh, you know, I'm grateful that I do get to drive. It's so nice that I live this far away and it only takes me 26 minutes to get to work instead of, you know, if I was on a, my, uh, I don't know if I was on a horse or something, how long it would take me, you know, just start thinking about things that, and try and shift the mindset that you're getting into and start noticing that dip. Because for me, when I'm down, like that shit rides out for a while and it's really hard for me to get out of it. And I think because for me, and maybe this is other people too, but I think it's so easy to kind of, it's so hard to be optimistic. It's so easy to be a pessimist and somebody who's so negative all the time because everybody gives you reasons to be negative. I mean, look at, look at the media, like drama is what sells newspapers. It's, you know, what's the biggest stink of whoever in in the world and so our you know your culture is kind of based around negativity so it's so easy to find something to be negative about it's so easy to be um just this asshole for no reason and it's so easy to stay in that state of mind that a lot of people do it a lot of people love the drama i mean why do you think reality tv is so freaking popular and why it blew up. It's because, you know, there's a lot of drama in real life. But I think, you know, for those who have watched these uh, reality TV shows, there is a lot of drama that's put in them so people will watch. Um, you know, 
producers talk about all the time how they would pretty much like let the alcohol flow and then they just start shit and then the the cast members would just react to whatever oh guess what i heard this is what happened and so it's so easy to be in that mindset and it's so hard that i've learned that i've learned a couple of things from trying to stay out of this because what i have learned is that it's inevitable you are going to get into your slopes. There are you can't be fucking Mr. Rogers 100% of the time. You know, there are things that are going to bother you. There are things that are going to stress you out and upset you. And that's normal and that's okay. But I think what really separates the um the happier people in the world is that they're able to react to that better. You know, it's like if, if you're happy all the time and you go down in one of your slopes and you don't know how to deal with that, it's really hard for people that are happy all the time. People that are pessimistic and people who are normally grumpy assholes, what's really critical in, in getting that mindset back to the positive side of things, there are things that you can do to really snap yourself out of it. Um, I know it sounds cheesy as shit. Trust me, like, I didn't even want to do it. I think it's, che- I still think it's cheesy. But there's a couple of things that I'm learning that I'm trying to implement into my life because the bottom line is the high performers. The happy people, like, they know how to get out of the dips a lot quicker. Like, that's just it. They take failures. They take upsets. They take roadblocks. They just take them in stride. Like, if that's the things that I have to do, I have to learn those things. And I have to practice those things. And so, there's a few things, like I said, that I think are, are crucial Um to getting out of those ruts. And there are things that I'm, like I said, that I'm trying to implement. One, I think being around badass people, because think about like this, if someone is, you know how I always tell you to be around, like be the dumbest person in the room, be the dumbest person in the room. And it's so hard for people because fucking ego and your pride and all that bullshit gets in the way. But be the dumbest person in the room and watch how you grow. For me, it's like if I'm around a bunch of high performers, do you think they're going to sit around and be like, woe was me all the time? Hell no. They're going to react. They're going to be like, okay, that was cool. Now let's fucking keep going and keep pushing. So they're, you know, keeping that kind of company is so crucial to be able to kick, kick you out of that mindset. Because basically they're just gonna they're gonna move forward and they're gonna either drag you or they're gonna leave you behind. So it's like make your decision. Like, is it so important that you're gonna keep stay in this mindset or are you gonna get out of it? Um, number two that I think has really helped me, and again I've talked about this on uh, previous episodes. I don't know what it is, man. Like, I think I'm gonna do an episode about this because it is just so freaking it's so bizarre to me. It's so. 
it was so something that I wouldn't expect. And for those who have listened and heard past episodes, you know what I'm talking about. Journaling. I think journaling is fucking phenomenal. I don't understand why I haven't been doing it for years. This is it's it's just crazy to me how much insight it gives you. Um and how just writing things down gives you the capability of developing self-awareness is phenomenal to me. I, again, I, you know, growing up, when I was growing up, like journaling was for girls, you know, they had diaries and all that stuff. So it was like, it was very, I wouldn't say taboo, but it was just something, if a dude had a journal, you know, it was just weird and you got made fun of and. So it was like, it was something that really stuck with me for a long time. And I don't understand why, because here I am, you know, 30 years later and I'm doing it and I'm freaking loving it. And it's been such a great, uh, tool in my tool belt. Number three, and I'm definitely going to be doing an episode on this. So look out for this meditation. Again, this is something that I, I want to do research on and I want to bring you guys something because I feel like meditation gets such a... Um, I don't know. It, it gets a lot of hype and I don't think people explain it well enough to, to non-practitioners. And so people just like, Oh no, I can't do it. No, I, I just can't do it. And I think it's such a, it's doing you such a disservice to not meditate. I mean, you talk to anybody, anybody in the, you know, in the 1% in the 10%, anybody who's a high performer, um, they, they have some sort of meditation practice in their routines, in their lives. Um, and I think it's so paramount. I think it's so paramount. Um, and when I found meditation, it was another thing that growing up, it was like, it was made as a joke. I don't know if you ever watched home improvement, but they had, um, the neighbor, Wilson, Jesus, I almost forgot his name. They had the neighbor Wilson and he did like weird shit all the time and people always laughed at him. He was kind of there for the comedic relief. But watching that show as an adult, like you realize how fucking way beyond the normal person he was in a good way. Like not in a laughing, you know, comedy relief kind of way. Like this dude was on another level. And one of the things that he was doing um, was meditation. And it was kind of a joke in the episode, but it was just like, yeah, dude, you're laughing at it, but you don't understand, obviously, what it, what it can do. If you're able to, I think what's a key element to all of this is self-awareness and really the backbone and foundation of, I think, um, this is just my opinion, but I think the foundation to a good life, to a great life, to a happy, fulfilled life is self-awareness. You can never, you can never learn too much about yourself to, uh, to be better about things. And I think that it's so, you know, like I said before, I think it's so crucial to understand yourself to understand what makes you tick, to understand your, you know, the things that piss you off or the things that you get irritated by or the things that make you joyful and the things that bring you peace. To understand those things in depth 
it's priceless. There's no substitute for it. And it has to be, um, it has to be a part of your life. It has to be something that you work on every single day to better understand yourself so you can understand what you need to do in your life. There just one, there's just one more thing that I wanted to talk about. Um, and I think that it's kind of a side note to your ups and your downs. I think that getting out of your downs is such an important part of this and being able to do it as quickly as possible. Um, just because I want to just put one thought out there for you. When, when was the last time you made a good decision when you were down? Like when was the last time, because think about how you decide things when you're down. It's from a scarcity mindset. It's from that moment of fear, anger. I mean, are and looking back, has that ever benefited you to make a decision solely based on emotion? And when you're down, why are you down? The emotions. So what kind of decisions are you making? Emotional ones. (laughs) 